Could targeting a specific client or account be the right marketing solution for your business? Today on the Marketing Essentials Podcast, we're going to talk about account-based marketing. So tune in. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hi, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. Our unique team helps small businesses grow by providing essential marketing expertise. Hello, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. My name is Bill with W. Parmentier Photography. I'm Justin of Justin Kerr Design. And I'm Alicia with the Spark Social. And together we make up the, the Marketing, Marketing Essentials, Essentials team. team. I came in late there. Sorry. It's okay. No, you, you had this look on your face like, oh. Yeah, came in a little late. <laughs> Full disclosure to our listeners, we're recording on a Monday morning. <laughs> yes, we have started doing the Mondays, but that's okay. So what are we talking about today, guys? We're talking about account-based marketing. Right. Account what? <laughs> no, no, I'm it's, serious. It's, okay, it's called account-based marketing, okay. and it's it's relatively new. I think it's come on in the last year or so. Yeah, you'll see it abbreviated uh, ABM. Mm-hmm. And basically, it is a form of marketing that very specifically targets uh, a certain number of accounts or clients. So rather than building your marketing strategy for a wide audience. Okay. You're doing it, you're, you're hand selecting certain accounts or certain types of clients and you're marketing directly to them. Oh, so you're targeting, oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So it's not even Pretty just cool. saying like, oh, I want to reach moms or I want to reach CEOs. You literally, and this is a B2B strategy. I can't think of an example where it wouldn't be B2B. Maybe it will come up in I, our conversation. Yeah. I think for the most part, it's B2B. Yep. I think yeah. I would, I would guess B2C B to at that point would be just sales. Uh, yeah. B2C <laughs> relies on, yeah. I don't see how this you strategy would, would really at that point. Just, work for them. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a B2B strategy. It is. And I think that the other thing that quali- that you would have to uh, think about that would qualify this type of marketing for you is the value of your account, right? So you want high ticket Sales. Oh, okay. So, so you're going after like the high high end market, so yeah. Like, for, for your whatever your industry, yeah. Long term relationships or a high ticket sale, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. Because you're going to be pouring a lot of effort into these handful of accounts or clients that you're going after. So you want to make sure the return is good. Cool. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say today. I think of it like a courtship, right? So with regular marketing, um, sales, the sales guys are over there. And they're doing their thing and the marketing team's doing their thing. But with this, it's really the combination of marketing and sales and you're courting, you're like trying to date, like you're stalking maybe. Stalking? <laughs> no, stalk. no. Welcome I like to the account. dating analogy okay. better. Yeah. You're, you're trying Welcome to, to woo. Welcome to account-based stalking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something totally different. So yes. how not to get restraining orders against, no. Yes. Um, but you're, you're almost like you're courting or you're trying to woo this account and you're, you know, sending them very, very specific and personalized approaches to the marketing. You have nailed down these targets by name mm-hmm. and exact name. So it's company right. and the decision maker within that company. So it one is personalized. Mm-hmm. It's customized. And you do need to do some research. So I was going to say, how do you get started with this? Let's, yeah. let's take this back to somebody with a newbie like me who's never heard of account-based marketing and say, okay, if you were trying to do this, if you were suggesting somebody else to do this, where would you start? I would start with, you know, 
figuring out who are those people that you want to reach. Take your ideal client, I think, from a high level. So maybe they're a CEO within a software developed company. You have a solution for them. Uh, they are pulling in X amount of revenue per year as a company. The CEO has a specific problem. And then go out and find those those exact companies that could use that solution. So that's right. just like a very um, you know, broad example. But start with your ideal client. So what is it that they're looking for? And then, you know, identify that pain point and then find those companies that have that CEO with that pain point and start and start doing them. It is stalking though, because you're going to go on LinkedIn and you're going to go on their website and you're going to read their bios and you're going to get to know who these people are. And you might even be checking out, you know, Facebook pages, (laughs) Instagram feeds. Exactly. Um, It it does involve research, you know, because you're... you're Okay, so I am changing it to account-based stalking. (laughs) (laughs) Account-based stalking. (laughs) Sorry. But I I think a lot of... uh, We'll probably talk more about this in one of our other episodes in regards to trends, but one of the trends for marketing is towards more personalization and more sure. customization. So I think that's where account-based marketing comes out of is doing it on a personal, personalized uh, level. I agree. There's more information available for us to find details about people online. Mm-hmm. And we don't think about that. It, it, but it used to be, you know, you had your name in the phone book. That was really all you could find on somebody. Right. Now we put our bios on LinkedIn. We're posting pictures on Facebook. So it's like we can find this information about people and understand who they are and get their email addresses really easily. So it's a little bit of like, oh yeah, maybe not stalking, but detective work. We'll and call it. one of the other things that Alicia mentioned at the beginning was that you want to keep in mind, this is going to be a long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the goal here is to develop a long-term relationship with this uh, person with this account. So it's worth it to do the research. It's worth it to put this effort in because this is going to be long-term. And I think salespeople have been doing this for a long time without realizing what they're doing, without the support of marketing. Because if you're in a sales position, I've come from a sales position. I have a lot of friends who are in sales positions. I have a friend who sells um, phone systems for, he targets higher education offices and banks. And so he is doing account-based sales where he's going to find these educational organizations or financial organizations. And he's finding the point person within that organization and trying to reach them. So he's on the sales side, but having the marketing side as a supporting element will is the account-based marketing approach. And that's going to be, it's going to be the fusion of sales and marketing now. Right. Okay. So yeah, you identify the, the, the people that you want to work with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the next step? Uh, do you just well, the research cold is- call them or are you, what do you do? Are you cold calling was the way of the past. Mm-hmm. And now with account-based marketing, you can kick it up a notch and you can do a whole bunch of things to make it feel like this person is not only getting a call from your sales rep. Maybe your maybe your sales reps aren't even calling yet. Maybe we're warming the the lead up in the funnel before the sales rep is doing that cold call. Because think about how many cold calls we get as business owners. Mm. So it's easy to ignore a call. But if you are sending someone a personalized email with a little educational video, bringing them through to a landing page, and this is how you can can target people digitally with account-based marketing, and then (sighs) retargeting them on LinkedIn or Facebook. Uh, So there's a whole online side 
to to targeting, but we'll get into that more. I think we want to talk a little bit about some of the pros first yeah. of why why account based marketing. So one is it is a, it can be a money saver, right? How so? Well, if you think about you know targeting these uh, specific accounts, right? So you're putting your resources into accounts or clients that you've already researched rather than, well, we have a marketing budget and we're just going to kind of pray and spray, put it out there and hope that somebody responds. Right. So in the end, this actually could save you money because you're being very specific and you're being very strategic about how you spend those marketing dollars, as opposed to just kind of putting it out there and hoping that someone responds. So the cost is extra time on the front end, but less spray and pray and less guessing guesswork as far as who you're going after. Right. And a greater ROI on the other end, okay. you know, a return on investment. Sorry, mm-hmm. I got to keep away from the jargon to right. a greater return on the other end. So, yeah, it can be a money saver and it's also more efficient. I think you also can track it better because you have the list of people you're going after mm-hmm. from the get-go. So you know that your efforts worked uh, because you saw that list and you saw it come to fruition. You saw, you know, out of the 300 accounts that you were targeting, 100 of them converted. And right. you know that came directly from your account-based marketing tactic. Okay. And because you've done some research on them, the ones that didn't respond versus the ones that did you can now think more strategically about, okay, why didn't they respond? Because gotcha. you know more about them. So you can, is your next round of account-based marketing, you can make some adjustments. So you couldn't use an automated system in any way as far as account-based marketing is concerned, correct? You could use some automation on the digital side, which we'll get into, but it has to be tailored very, oh, I very... Jump, I keep jumping ahead on you guys, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a good question though, because... You know, well, I mean, I'm thinking from my, my end, if I pick... 30 people that could take me a whole week to try to, you know, an entire work week to try to do that. I don't have that kind of time constantly mm-hmm. on a consistent basis. So can, are, are there spots that I can automate that to make it a little bit easier on my end? That's the question. I, there are some areas where you can automate, yeah. but you know, obviously the research is going to take time sure. and personalizing the message is going to take term, uh, take time. time. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the payoff on these accounts tends to be huge. So in your example, Bill, if you were looking, so you do photography, right? Mm -hmm. So say that you were looking to work with us, you know, food photography and going after certain, um, maybe people like a restaurant group who doesn't have a photographer. Like the Newport restaurant group, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So you do your research, you find out who that person is that you, that you need to contact and you do account-based marketing with them Mm. and it's successful. Well, now you've got the entire restaurant group versus okay, I reached out to 30 restaurants and my return was one of them got back to me, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Okay, so I see what you're saying. So you're actually going after, not to use jargon, but in uh, the networking world, uh, you're going after a chicken versus going after um, an individual person. Right. Uh, and I guess we should probably explain what that means uh, for those who are not part of networking groups. Um, a chicken is basically somebody that will bring you multiple Eggs. Yeah, eggs, so to speak. And, <laughs> oh. and an egg, and, and, and egg is it a, an individual person. So in the case of what Just, Justin was talking about, the Newport restaurant group, mm-hmm. that's the chicken. All the eggs are the restaurants that are underneath that that right. could possibly yes. uh, work your way through those. It's more than a one-off job. Like you're going to have continuing revenue from mm-hmm. this account. Right. And so it's worth the effort up front, yes. that courtship with uh, the restaurant group. Sure. So instead or, of going after a roofer to do some of your drone work, you'd go after the Rhode Island Builders Association. Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. I get you now. Okay, I, I'm yeah. following because I'm, I'm thinking to myself, if I'm going after individual clients all day long, that's that's a, a lot, lot, of, lot of work. <laughs> well, I think that's why we've been referring to these as accounts rather than clients because you're 
yes, you are targeting an individual because they'll they'll be somewhere in the C-suite, you know, a CFO or a CEO, mm-hmm. but you're really targeting that account. Gotcha. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Uh, thank you for clarifying that for me. Yeah, no problem. So how do you take it from sales to marketing is the difference? How do you do that, Alicia? <laughs> uh, because Bill could just pick up the phone and call them. Hi, I'm Bill and I'm looking to work with you. I'm a photographer, blah, blah, blah. But because of this digital day and age, we can now take it a step farther and combine the fusion of the sales approach with the marketing approach. So kind of was alluding to that a little earlier, but you can target these people by getting their email and uploading it into Google or social media channels. So they can be getting a message on LinkedIn. They can be seeing your ads across the Google network Mm -hmm. or Facebook. So you just, you would compile a list of a few hundred names and emails who are in the same, you know, same target market for you, those accounts and, and upload that into Facebook and Google and Instagram as part of Facebook, blah, blah. But you could just keep showing up to this person again and again and again. Okay. So, so uh, I, I got to ask this question only because of how tightening they get, how much, how tight they're getting on spam and whatnot, mm-hmm. especially the, uh, in the UK, but it's actually starting to come over here more. And maybe we need to get a lawyer on the show at some point as to what the legalities of it are. You know, can I go and look up a bunch of emails and start sending emails to these people? Can I legally? Can I not? You know, is there, what's the, you know, obviously I can't stand, I can't send regular emails to them, you know, uh, you know, multiple five, six, seven, eight emails to the same person. You can send out marketing emails. I think that you're talking about the GDPR regulations, which are over in Europe. And a lot of them apply here because... You know, a lot of companies, companies here have overseas clients. I think is you'll always allow them a way out if they want to opt out at any mm-hmm. point. You give sure. them the ability to do so. And I think that, for the most part, will cover you uh, as far as the GDPR regulations. Gotcha. Okay. And you don't always have to take the digital approach. I think it's nice to have that consistent. Um, and it's an automated side, too, because now you've just, you're just showing up to them mm-hmm. without having to do much work. But... I think the real beauty of account-based marketing is also the offline touch points. Right. Sure. We, well, we've had Bob Salvas on our show a couple of times who does the send out cards, which we've also used for the podcast. Right. That's a great touch point right mm-hmm. there. Just how to, you know, um, a, a handwritten postcard or mm-hmm. a, or a, a personalized, no, card, personalized yeah. card, excuse me. Um, that's a great touch point outside of the digital realm to go after, you know, well, maybe we should talk about some of those examples mm-hmm. outside of digital. Yeah. 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 So I think it comes down to creativity and tailoring the offline, the offline touch point to that industry. So it could vary. So for instance, I was looking at joining a mastermind for marketing agencies and it was about growing and scaling your agency. So very business related and a gift I got. In the mail was a large fortune cookie with a fortune inside saying you will be successful in business. And then it had more information about how I could continue to join this program. So how big was the fortune? cookie? It was massive. It actually didn't taste that good, but it was really cool looking. It was like the size, like it was like a, a fortune cookie in a shoe box, like that size. Wow, that's yeah, huge. it was so big. <laughs> so do you have to like smack it with a hammer or something to get yeah. it open? Yeah, I, I ate a little bit of it, but it wasn't, I think regular fortune cookies are better, but still it's an example of like, you know, they are talking about your future and fortune. And so they, they tailor these gifts to us. Um, 
Sharpspring is a company out there that's been like targeting agencies. I think it's a CRM like platform for marketing agencies Mm -hmm. and they've been sending out uh, emails. Nicole got one, my business partner. I've seen some people in other agency positions who have been getting things in the mail, like calendars and requests for free lunch with Sharpspring, not with the sales rep, not a lunch with the sales rep, just a lunch for your office. Oh, that's cool. That's I see. I would pull the trigger on that because I've done the things with the sales rep before and you just dread it because you're like, all right, I'm getting a free lunch, but I have to sit through a sales pitch and I know I'm going to tell them no at the end. So it's like you almost don't want to do it. Right. But if someone were to say, hey, we just want to give you a free lunch on us. It would absolutely keep them top of mind for me. Sure, yeah. sure. You know, you may not. You still may not use them immediately, but it may be like, okay, well, they were nice enough to come in and bring me a lunch. Yeah, yeah. when well, yeah. it would completely bypass my cynicism. You know, because <laughs> I'm like, hey, they're not, they're not like going to pull me in to yeah. a sales pitch because I, I hate those. Oh yeah, and uh, then we you, can all talk about ones that you know just came after us and came after us. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it kind of waters down the effect of that that mar- You know, it it becomes sales, not marketing. Mm-hmm. So with Sharpspring, I have the email and I'll post it so that people can see it in the show notes. But it just said, hey, this is what we do for marketing agencies. But enough about us. Basically, we'd love to get lunch for your entire agency office. Let us know your place and we'll order it and have it delivered to your office. And that was it. No strings attached. How do I get on that email list? (laughs) (laughs) Just go to I don't know. That's a good question. Um, Uh, Free lunch. (laughs) I'm sure they just like scoured LinkedIn for agency owners and social media. If you're out there... Marketing Essentials team would like a free lunch. <laughs> yeah. We, we do qualify as an agency. Yes, we do. Right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a free lunch for us right there. So that's that. But they started it in email. They found our email and then they took that from an online, you know, situation where they could have turned it into sales and just took it offline and made it more about the marketing versus the sales approach. Right. So. And I want to bring up an example. This is something that I did for my company Part of my business is partnering with, excuse me, sorry, is partnering with other agencies. So I've been doing this over the last few years. So I knew I wanted to increase the amount of agencies that I could partner with. Mm -hmm. So my social media team, full disclosure, that's Alicia (laughs) and Nicole from the Spark Social. You have a social media team? Yes, I do. So we were brainstorming and um, we came up with this idea of reaching out to agency owners. So my wife has been making these little crocheted F-bombs, right? And they're quite popular among our friends and family. So they're just these little black bombs with a, you know, with a white wick. And we'll put a picture of it in the show notes. You can also order them. You can also order them. They're $10 <laughs> a piece. Yes. I'm shilling for my wife. Um, I'm just wondering whether we're going to get shut down by saying the word bomb on our own. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep it clean. So there's a, there's a little black bomb with a white wick and a big red F on it. So it's an F bomb and they're fun. They're like, they're like, they're squishy. So you can use it like a stress ball or you can throw it at people or whatever. So what we did was um, I put I packaged these up, uh, put them in a nice little box with some tissue paper. There was a little card inside and there was a label on the top of the box. And then I put the whole thing in a gift bag. Most of these I hand delivered. Some of them I sent out in the mail. But you get the gift bag. It's got a personalized tag on the front with the person's name on it. They open it up. Top of the box has a label that says, is your agency, F, uh, is your agency workload 
making you want to drop an F-bomb. And then you pull the lid off and there's a little card inside that says, well, bombs away. Here's your custom made F-bomb. And they lift up the card and there's a little, there's a little F-bomb in there. Yeah. So I sent these out. Um, and I had a very limited account-based marketing campaign for this. So How did you select the people that you wanted to work with? Okay. So uh, I went through my CRM, the okay. people that I'm already connected to, and I selected, you know, 15 uh, those people that I really wanted to do work with because I admire the kind of work that they do. I like the culture of the agency, you know, or I happen to know the person who is the, you know, primary person there. So basically just custom fit for me, people that I wanted to work with. And so I sent these out and I've, so far I've gotten a 20% return on this account-based marketing campaign, which you know, in marketing campaigns, 20% is not bad. Yeah, um, that's right? good. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the other thing is that people were sending me emails saying, oh, I just got this. It's great. I love it. You know, made my day, things like that. So building relationships. And I think that's another key to this. Account well, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I think even the, the ones yeah. that didn't come, reach back out to you and say, hey, let's do some work together. That's still that little f bomb is going to be sitting on their table somewhere on a desk or something, and when they do come to a point where they need to bring somebody on, now you're top of mind again. Exactly. Justin wants the extra effort, so he will probably stand out as the choice for that. You know that marketing agency that needs help. And I just one other thing: there was on the card there was a link where they could go to a landing page where it just talked about. Here's how I can bring value to your to your agency. Now, what what did the branding page look like? Was uh, the landing page was it just a text photo? Was uh, it video? What was it? Was, it? it was very simple. Originally, I wanted to do a video, but I ran, I ran out of time. <laughs> yeah. So it has a picture of the f bomb, uh-huh. and it says, "You know, hope you're enjoying your f bomb. You know, uh, please email me and tell me how many times you've used it this week." <laughs> but then it also has, "Hey, you know, I'm here to relieve some of the stress that yeah. you may be feeling." Right. And here's how I can do that. Point one, point two, point three. Boom. That's it. And then a sign off of here's how you can get in touch with me. Here's my email. Uh, you can you know book an appointment with me if you want to learn more. So it's very simple, but just it pointed them someplace where if they were interested in taking the next step, they could reach out and get in, in touch with me. So you took it. You did the reverse. You did the offline and got them to interact with you online, which I like that approach better because, you know, instead of just targeting people, we get so many digital ads these days. You've stood out, you know, how often do you get a gift or something personalized in the mail that makes you say, hmm. And then, <laughs> you know, even Things if... Things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I bet you even the people who haven't reached out did go online and check out that landing page. Yeah, I've had a pretty good uh, hit rate on that landing page. And I also did a follow-up email too. Nice. You know, So I waited about a week and then I sent a little email saying, hey, you know, are you enjoying the F-bomb? And just another way to just kind of get back on their radar. And there was a pretty good response from the follow-up emails as well. So I've been very happy with you know, the campaign that I did. So are you thinking about expanding this now or is it? I'll have to confer with my social media team and find out uh, <laughs> uh-huh. what, uh, what would I'm be I'm looking over next. to Alicia now. Is he going well, to expand on it? <laughs> the, the thing about account-based marketing is it doesn't really, it's, it's a long-term, like you said. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not one piece of mail or one email and a couple videos and it's, it's ongoing. So, you don't want it to cost you. It depends on your budget too and like the value of the account. But if you feel like maybe a second 
follow up would push them to the next the next um uh, I guess my, my 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 question was more would there be more accounts going after not necessarily going back after the ones uh, that I think it, it, it depends. Would expand upon it you know yeah my company I you know it wouldn't make sense for me to go after a hundred. No, 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 I get it. But I'm just, I guess what I was asking was, okay, you did round one, maybe yeah. round two of 10 or 15 more. And then maybe, um, and if it's still, and it's still working, why not do round three? Right. You know? Um, it's that turns into, okay, we got a really good response on this. And now do we have the bandwidth yeah, yeah, <laughs> to handle the interest? Valid point. Hopefully you do, yeah, you hopefully. know, that you've prepared for that. You said, look, if we get a 10% return on this, people saying, yes, we want to buy your product or service or work with you, that you've actually got the bandwidth to, to ramp that's a, up. That's, a, that's mm-hmm. not a bad problem to have, you know. No. Going, okay, no, hey, no, I got to no. work out my bandwidth now, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. So that I love Justin's example. There's some other examples out there where people get personalized gifts, but I feel like your example, Justin, is perfect because, again, we get bombarded with email and digital ads and this and that online. So you started with the offline and brought them to online. So if you wanted to, you could set up retargeting ads based off that landing page. So basically, the only people coming to that landing page have gotten your gift in the mail. And right. now you can, you know, show up to them with like a retargeting video ad or something. And it's very, it's, it's personalized, but it's also very, very relationship heavy. So they're getting to know you as a person in your situation. And so you have to think maybe the people who, who aren't responding that this isn't their style and they're just not vibing with you. And you've kind of saved yourself the hassle of working with an agency or company that wasn't going to be a good fit for you in the right, in the first place. Agreed. And what was interesting was the responses I got, you know, it was a mix of male to female Hmm. when I did the campaign. And a majority of the responses came from the female side, which was just an interesting little psychological aspect to it. I hadn't anticipated that would be the case. So I was asking my wife, I said, why do you suppose that the females responded quicker and more consistently than the male. She says, well, it is an F-bomb and maybe you've tapped into some latent anger. <laughs> I was like, okay, I hadn't considered that, but it was an interesting side now, note. I would throw in one extra thing just to bear in mind. You talked about in the very beginning of this podcast about how important it is to research yes. who you're dealing with. Because we, let's take the marketing essentials team as an, as an example. We get targeted all the time. Hey, why don't you, you know, we love your podcast. So-and-so you know, would wife, like to come on to your podcast, and then, yeah. Two seconds in, you realize they've never even listened to uh, into the email. You realize yeah. they've never even listened to one of our podcasts. Right. They're, they're recommending people that have nothing to do with marketing. So exactly. obviously they didn't take the time to figure out what we're about. So it's like that yeah. delete. I, I got one of those this morning. Literally for the marketing essential podcast saying, here's this person and I'm looking at it, it had nothing to do with marketing, but mm-hmm. yet they went on for 20, for 20% of the email about how yeah, great see, our podcast I think that's, was. That's ineffective. And that's exactly the opposite of what yeah. we're talking about here today with account-based marketing. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But anyway, sorry, I just wanted to throw that in there because I don't want people jumping ahead and going, oh, let me just throw out a bunch of stuff and not do the research. Yeah. Right. And, you know, there are stats now that support the effectiveness of account-based marketing. There was um, uh, Marketo. Uh, What's Mar- what research. is Marketo? Marketo is a... Uh, CRM-ish type like HubSpot. Oh, really? Situation. i never heard of them. Email they're, marketing. They're a CRM, but they're also a uh, platform for e-commerce websites. So they're oh, really big. I didn't know that. Um, Marketo and Shopify are like their oh, okay, okay. main competitors to one another. Um, but they also have a good built-in CRM too. I didn't know that. So they've done some research 
And what they're finding is that uh, 85% of the marketers that they surveyed said that account-based marketing provided significant benefits to retain and expand existing client relationships. So overwhelmingly, uh, a majority of saying, no, this is really effective. And, you know, the other stat here is that uh, the Altera group, (laughs) not easy to say on Monday morning, (laughs) right? So they they surveyed some marketers as well. And they said 97% of the people they surveyed has said that account-based marketing had a higher return than more traditional marketing well, activities. Well, that's pretty good. So it's like, again, it takes a little bit more research on the, on the, uh, the upfront part of it. Yep. But now you're, it, it's your ideal clients you're, you're going after. Right. I mean, you're already picking people that you want to work yeah. with. Which is appealing to me. Just that, just that <laughs> right. Alone. right. I, I don't think anybody ever looks at it and goes, hey, let me see if I can find people I don't want to work with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it's like when you were a kid and, you know, you had your birthday party and you got to pick the people that were going to come to your party. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And so when you thought about it, it was like, well, I want them there because they're a lot of fun or, yeah. you know, I want them. There. I, don't, I don't want the schoolyard bully there because he's going to pick on me the whole right, time. Right. <laughs> exactly. So you get to you get to choose who's coming to the birthday party. Cool. Very cool. Anything else, Alicia, on account-based marketing? No, I just, I think that it can work for a lot of B2B businesses, but just take the time to think about, like you said, do your homework, find the right targets for yourself and then run the math. So you can't spend, you know, Justin, you, you luckily had your wife who could contribute some (laughs) F-bombs, but if you're going to go out and spend, you know, a hundred dollars on a gift and send out 10 of these gifts, that's a thousand dollars. Make sure that your follow-up system, make sure that these accounts are worth it. Make sure that you have the revenue to keep it and make it sustainable. And Um, if you are looking for some ideas on on these gifts, uh, I would recommend you go back and listen to the episode that we did with Bob Salvas oh, yeah, when the, he came uh, on to talk promotional about products. Right? Also, Taylor Box. Taylor Box too. Taylor yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yep, that's okay. a good episode to listen yeah, to too. That's a little higher end as far as if you were doing larger Correct. quantities, right? But yes, they they do some amazing work as far as their stuff. Also, yeah, they, they did they did some op- and they gave us a really cool little gift. It was uh, the little box, the, the, the box that looked like a, a wooden uh, match, box. match yeah. uh, box, and it slid open. It had a little notepad, a little yeah. golf. It was in so there. cool. Yeah, it was very. I, cool. I actually was uh, down in Tailbox a couple of weeks ago uh, doing some uh, doing a couple of photo shoots, and some of the stuff they have is just outright amazing. That's oh, the yeah. best way I can put it. No, they do some really cool stuff. But, so yeah, so go back and listen to that one with Tailbox. Go back and listen to the one about promotional materials from Bob Salvis. Bob Salvis, yep. Um, so yeah, I think those are uh, good starting points. Even the the one with Bob Salvis where he talked about send out cards because now you can send send out cards with gifts. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can. Yeah, yeah. So oh, you, if you want to send a box of chocolates, or you wanted to send, you know, it's all part of the the whole process. Like good with. chocolate, not not the not the CBS. I, I hope not. I hope not. And I, I think I would with the, the gifts, make it more about the prospect and less about you. So it's easy to have, like you know, some water bottles printed up with your company name on them. Yeah. Not really the point. No. Make it more about them. Like Justin's f bomb was about them. their sure. situation. Sure. A box of chocolates could be like, hey. Let's make your day a little sweeter. Exactly. You know, something like that. Or if maybe they're busy professionals, you get them a nice calendar journal or a energy drink or something. I don't know. No, but I I get what you're saying. Yeah. There's a slight difference between promotional products and uh, account-based marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I think the two complement each other very well, but just got to be very careful. The idea is you're 
you're personalizing this and you're adding some value exactly. to them. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's about them. As Alicia said, it's not as about, you. To about you. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. So let's summarize this up real quick. Cause we're okay. coming towards the end of our podcast. And so account-based marketing, mm-hmm. uh, fairly new to the scene, but can be very effective for your business. It's a B2B, okay. uh, tactic for the most part. And I think the things to keep in mind are it's personalized, right? You do have to do some research to find those accounts that you want to reach out to. Uh, Alicia, what else? It can be very effective because you're cutting down on the sales time and you're not casting, you're not wide. You're just being very, very targeted on who you want to reach. So I think it's a if you um, feel like B2B marketing and the strategy is, is right for you, you can always reach out to us if you have questions. Absolutely. Cool. And we're going to put some of the things we talked about today in the show notes. notes. Agreed. And I think that pretty much wraps it up. That does. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. And as always, you can find the back episodes of our podcast on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find us on our YouTube channel. Both of them are the Marketing Essentials team. You can find us on the web at marketingessentialsteam.com. And if you subscribe through our website, you'll receive a weekly email and letting you know when each episode has been published. Also, you'll receive a link to subscriber-only content. You can also find us on Facebook and our private Facebook group. Just search Little Roadie Marketing Support Group. It's a great place for other marketing professionals and business owners where we can share marketing advice, challenges, and general trends. Hope to see you there.